This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, let's say Po'Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Po'Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Pub Boys Podcast. We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye. Rape, 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 rape on the first fucking date. Within the first month of being in Afghanistan, I had a female that I was with that went to military jail. For committing a severe war crime. This bitch got court-martialed. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The reason being, I was working in a uh, detention center where we would, like, process all of the people that we rolled up while we were in Afghanistan. Sure. And basically, this female was supposed to be doing, uh, was supposed to be checking on each of the detainees uh, every, like, I want to say 15 or so minutes, whatever the nomenclature of shifts moving through. Making a round, if you will. Wellness checks. Sure. Uh, But the NCO turns turns to me and asks me where this female is. And I haven't seen her for like half an hour or so. Fuck if I know. Right. And... He goes to he goes to like one of the one of the cell blocks and sees her with her pants around sure. her ankles. It's already going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bent over uh, with her with her rear end pressed up against one of the one of the cells and the detainee going to town on her. Sure. Just like a dog out in your yard. Sometimes they get locked up between the fence. I don't know if you've ever seen that happen, but I've definitely seen it. <laughs> I might have watched it happen a couple of times, you know? Just fucking get all but, stuck. But, yeah, apparently she was going down the aisles and just periodically picking detainees to just let run a train sure. on her. Doing the Lord's work is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. Yep. But she, she ended up in military jail for it. How I mean, long? How long is she? Is she still in there? I'm assuming she's still I have in no there. No idea, man. Yeah, I feel like it's I, a war crime, but she should get a purple heart too. Like, just, <laughs> you know, like you got to take the good with the bad on that one, dude. Take like the enemy to, fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> Your own personal Jesus. Someone to hear your prayers. Someone who cares. Your own personal Jesus. Someone to hear your prayers. Someone who's there. Feeling unknown and you're all alone. Flesh and bone. By the telephone, lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer. Take second best, put me to the test. Things on your chest, you need to confess. I will deliver, 
You know I'm a forgiver Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith All right. Hello. You're on. Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. Tonight, two special guests, two new friends to play with here in my, my clubhouse from the, the 69 Whiskey Podcast, right? Reed yes, Reed? sir. We, Correct. We have Matt and Eric. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. Thank you for having us on. Yeah. Uh, Eric, it's nice to meet you, uh, sir, officially. I'm Jody B. I'll be your captain for this evening. <laughs> It'll be very good to let somebody else run the show for a change. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, I've listened to a couple episodes of the show, and uh, I caught one, I believe, one of the most recent episodes, and then one from a few ago, because I heard uh, old motorboat and Matt Mishmush over here fucking talking about letting, I don't even know if it's fat chicks, but he likes pussy on his face. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, that's a fucking process I can get behind. So I go, well, me and Matt are going to be cool. And I found out that you're a nasty little bastard too, Eric. So Oh, I am the nastiest. Yeah. So it's, I like meeting new people and I really like it when they're a little fucked up. So I'm glad that you guys stepped up to the plate tonight and filled in on such short notice. And I think we're going to have a good time getting to know you tonight. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this all day, if yeah. I'm being honest with you. Oh, don't say that. I'm going to have to start wagging on. Hold on. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, the intro song was, uh, you know, Johnny Cash's cover of Reach Out of, excuse me, Personal Jesus. And one of the lines is, uh, reach out and touch faith. I mean, at this point, I'm on a 16-month dry streak. I need somebody to reach out and touch me at this point. I call my penis faith. <laughs> Begging you, please, somebody touch my penis. I couldn't tell through your through your podcast at all. It wasn't showing. <laughs> Just please, man, don't advertise the fact that you that you have no game. Hey, 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 it's not the fact that I have no game. It's just I'm just unlucky. I'm just an unlucky person. No, that's all it is. Fuck that, Eric. Here's you're what you're thirty, right? We said that earlier. Yeah, I'm just about thirty. You've been around the block. I think you said you got a family. Do you have a wife and kid, or just kids? Uh, just kid, uh, almost, uh, was told that I had a second one. Sure. That was not the case. Excellent. Uh, but, uh, married twice, divorced twice. You're only 30? Yeah. Oh, you were were in the military. I forgot. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Time out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's that. You fucking, you got your kid. You've been through some shit. This old, oh, yeah. this, this young, Live like whi- Ric Flair. young whippersnapper down here. Woo, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> this young whippersnapper down here. Uh, it's funny, man. Like, I, I remember this this time of my life when I was you. <laughs> and so it just, it strikes me like, you're a nasty little motherfucker too. But it seems like you kind of hit a dry patch. What the fuck, dude? Like, they got inter- the internet. It's like a, look, you can take your so, little stupid phone and you can move your fingers around on it like a slot machine. It's a slut machine. You can make pussy fall out of your phone. There's no reason that you can't do that. I'm married. I can't do that. And you should be doing it for me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> my, my problem is, Jody, is that I'm really fucking picky. I am really picky because after my – I know you're shaking your head, Eric. Stop. And I've actually had a conversation yeah. recently with our friends, uh, uh, Josh and Zach, who have been also featured on our show. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've had a, they had a conversation. It's like, you got to stop being 50, man. You just got to swipe yes. right on everybody. Dead it doesn't matter if they're ugly, no, no. fat, the hottest thing in the world. Just yeah. swipe right. And I'm kind of starting to implement that a little bit more. I actually just got a couple matches today before we even did this show. So hopefully I have some game. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Standards are for assholes. Like, don't be an asshole. Fucking get out there and sling some stray wiener. What's your fucking problem, dude? At, at this point, I don't have a choice. Like, yes. I can only be choosy for so long. <laughs> See, this is why I'm now non-monogamous. Yeah? Yep. Uh, I have been very, very happily uh, non-monogamous for, I want to say, coming up on three years now. Excellent. So this is the third person of your, your streak? Is this not a person you've been married to, or is this a new person? Like uh, This is a new person people, that... People would have might have been the right word. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, currently, I only have uh, one person that, I've, that I'm currently seeing regularly. There is another person that I'm actively talking to and actively pursuing. Sure. And it is something that, that I do dream about, which is being and living in non-monogamy. Because I have had a really, really bad string of being in monogamous relationships. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've kind of just thrown off the shackles and gone, okay, since we're not going to play by the rules of monogamy, we're just going to put everyone on a even playing field and it's going to be cool. I like it. You're honest. I think the honesty is the best fucking medicine. I like to joke with Eric a little bit in our, because we've been friends together for many years now. We've been friends throughout college as long as I've known him. Right. And I've been, the joke I've been running with him is I want to see the trilogy. We've had the original recipe, which is his first ex-wife. <laughs> we've, we've had the sequel. I want the trilogy it's gonna have to be because a good one all too. good yeah, yeah. stories have a trilogy what it's all the collective knowledge from the first two two like dude that's gonna be a it rough is the one. hero's journey that's what it is it's the hero's journey it's a saga eric what the fuck yeah what the See, fuck eric? i don't do heroes i do anti-heroes yeah you would be more like a villain from the shit i heard you talking about <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that fucking matt it's not that hard, dude. Go out and get you some pussy. Stop being such know, a bitch about I know. it. I, I mean, I, I, again, I try not to be. I mean, again, I, I'm starting to implement that a little bit more. It's just that, you know, it. I don't want to sound too fucking wimpy about it, but it's just it's just a confidence thing, you know? Because yeah. honestly, if you, if you were talking to the me like 18 months ago, I could tell I, I was like the most confident person in the world. I was getting in shape. My brother and I were always getting into you don't don't fucking shake your head COVID, at me. Don't did shake COVID your head take at his me, confidence, Eric. Eric? What happened? He just got some nah, the nah, wind out of his nah, fucking sails? Nah. What happened? I'm I'm sorry and I and I feel bad because I'm burying you on yeah. somebody else's don't podcast. You, don't you fucking now. lie to me. I'm used to it at this point. Yeah, don't lie uh, to me. Tell me what happened. But Matt has had zero confidence in himself. Yeah. Since the day I met him, oh. and the the only time, the only time this kid has shown me any form of act of an actual spine, was the day he walked into the radio station and asked me to my face for a job. Let me blow you. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> like, <All right. laughs> I I like and listen. He's he has honestly come an incredibly long distance yeah. from where he was. Cause when I tell you he could not have had this conversation with you yeah. when I first got my hands on him, uh, he, he was a completely different human being. And I am 
so incredibly proud of the of the steps that he has taken and his now ability to social network like a fucking champ. Yeah. In my defense, in my defense, going off to the whole confidence thing, oh, I had suffered so. a lot of personal trauma, both self-inflicted as well as outside factors. So to me, it's been tough for me to try and overcome those humps. I'll say my running line. Don't make excuses, make improvements. Well, that's well, that's what I'm well, that's what I'm saying. From that point, I've taken those lessons and I've implemented it. And now I just have to do better in the dating life. Because I did have a I did have a relationship for, you know, yep. five, six months. Yeah. And the pandemic kind of threw that all out well, of whack because, you know, it was I don't a know, pandemic. dude. Because you got to take into consideration the fucking field that you're playing in right now, too. Like you you're these these ladies today and all the fucking the social cues and the kind of Everybody lives online, so they don't really know how to do face to face. And you kind of got to be face to face to put your dick in somebody. So it's oh, like, that's, yeah. that's what I advocate oh, yeah. for. That's the exact same thing I advocate yeah. for. I'm not taking a total shit on you, buddy. I'm just saying, like, no, I can no, understand. I get it. I'm glad I don't have to do it. I've been fucking the same person for like 12 years, and it's fine. You lucky bastard. No, I mean, it's cool. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I, used to have a, I used to have a real fucking problem. And the thing is, is I like her. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's it can be just as fun anytime every time I fall, I love her every day like she's an asshole <laughs> I'm an asshole like that's just the way it is and until you find that you're really just running the gamut and I can't even imagine doing it nowadays with the way like one little fucking false step dude and it's not even like you could just have the end of a date like your ass would be on Reddit your ass would be mm-hmm. on the seven o'clock news so he tried to sniff my panties <laughs> he didn't even let me take them off first. This motherfucker. <laughs> and not for nothing, like in a lot of guys like me, in my like me, in defense of that is like that's what they're scared about. Like they don't want to be fucking embarrassed about shit. Yeah. I mean, like no one wants to deal with that sort of thing. Go so older, I wouldn't even say chicks, to tell them, Eric, you got to go older chicks. That's the key. I've actually, I'm actually into older oh, yeah. women. Older chicks. I actually, I'm into, I'm into nah. like older women. They let you bust nah. inside. I'm not too old, but I'm saying like, you know, just a like few thirties, thirty mid thirties is my limit. Up shot. Giving a fuck. <laughs> that that is my answer. That also true. Yeah. Stop caring what anybody fucking thinks of you. The only person that needs to be able to see your fucking face every single day is you. So if you are unable to look your fucking self in the mirror, you don't deserve to be with anybody else. Well, that's why I started oh, going to the gym because I up, couldn't look at myself up. anymore. I'm not done. I know you're not done, but I'm just telling you. So my whole point now and always will be the fact that you need to be able to throw people off their game. If you can do that, you can play with just about anybody. And I live—I have lived my dating life, and I have told you this repeatedly, Mish, and this is how I have been so successful with picking up girls. And it is advice that my uncle gave me when I was, I want to say, 13. Treat a princess like a whore, treat a whore like a princess. I was going to say, don't put your hose where you wouldn't put your nose. That's what my uncle told me. But that's still good advice. <laughs> like, it's all the same thing. <laughs> but it works. While we were out in the bars at, in Washington, he would walk up to girls and just say, you'll do. I don't have the and confidence would to pull that one off. start the conversation. It would, if, if it pissed them off, 
it would at least get get people get people going in one way or another, and then you can just play it off however you want. Sure. Just going pure salesman mentality on that one, I guess. It's a hundred no's and one yes is still a yes. Get to the fucking through that hundred and you'll get your yes. Exactly. The law of averages, as they call it. Yeah. I'm not a scientist. I don't fucking know, dude. I had I had a stint in sales for a while, so it, it, it's that's kind of something they they teach us a little bit, but yeah. Well, stop fucking. If you already know what you're doing, then do it, Bo. You got it. I believe in you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So my internet. I have a history of dating strippers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell me about dating strippers. Cause I imagine that it's probably fun as shit for like three hours a day. And then like the other (sighs) 20, it's just not great. You know, Mm -mm, a lot of of anxiety. mm -mm, My girl Minx. Oh, oh, I've heard a lot of stories. Oh, my girl Minx. Going about, down memory lane with, yeah. with with this girl is one of the most amazing. What was one of the most amazing years of my life? She used to go to the club and bring home other girls for us to fuck. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. I. <laughs> she did a line off of my junk. Yes. And then blew me. For half an hour straight. Wow. That felt like a brag a little bit, didn't it, Matt? <laughs> I mean, my wife could maybe take a bump off mine, but like, I don't know, cut a line on that motherfucker. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's the kind of life that I was living while, while with her. Uh, there were so many concerts that we went to. Uh, our first like real date was uh we went to a life in color pa- uh paint party sure and got fucking absolutely drenched head to toe in uh neon paint and then went home and banged like animals yeah it'd be pretty sick i'm with you so far with that's what i'm saying still on yeah yes sure holy shit yeah, dude. And then you move to the shower where you can where you can get all of the paint off and do other Shit. naughty things as well. Looks like somebody murdered a fucking clown in your shower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm happy that you're happy. That's the thing. Most people won't admit that shit, and they just keep trying and trying. And what is it? The definition of insanity is doing the same shit, expecting to. You know, I'm glad that you figured some stuff out about yourself. I hear you also like to tie knots. Is that true, Eric? You like to tie knots? Uh, I am actually the laziest rope top ever. Uh-huh. Uh, he plays with fire. He doesn't play with I. Rope. So the reason I have become a better rope top over the last year is because the girl that I am with, that I am actively the dominant of, uh, is very much into rope. Yep, he's a, and he so daddy dom. Huh? I said he's a daddy dom. <laughs> oh. Uh not that term. I I do not like use I really don't like using the term daddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Why? You prefer Massa? Why my daughter that? calls me daddy. Sure. Tell her to stop. <laughs> the girl, the, the, the girl that I'm that that I'm beating for sexual pleasure, yes, should call me sir. I get that. Would you go as far as to have her call you master, though? No, hell no. I hate that term. Why do you hate that one? So 
when I was in Washington, I I got into uh, the BDSM community very, very heavily, very, very deeply. Excellent. And part part of that community is uh, the uh, Leather Alliance and the uh, Dom Sub Slave community. Uh, and a lot of the mentalities and behaviors of the people that called them, that wanted to have themselves called master and the people that viewed themselves as a position of this is my slave and I am their master. A majority of their mentalities I didn't really connect with or it felt more, to me, it felt more abusive than it did nurturing. And I understand that for some people that is nurturing, but for me, it left a very, very sour taste in my mouth. Thus, the reason I don't like being called master. Sure. So there's probably a little more damage that comes with the person that wants you to call them or to call you master. Like it's going to be a little extra, a little extra stank on that fucking shit. <laughs> one of the one of the things that that I really didn't like and that bothered me on a fundamental level was that one master that I respected very, very highly actually made his slave, once he collared her, uh, quit her job. Just like, did call her boss and quit? Yeah. We gotta That's make, a little too far. We gotta make a living, dog. Well, the, the point was is that he was going to provide for her for the rest of their life. And that was, that was part of the commitment of the master-slave thing. I didn't agree with it, and I didn't uh, – it, it bothered me in a fundamental way. Mm. And that's, that's kind of one of those driving factors of why I don't use the term master at all. Hey, uh, Matt, would you, would you let somebody call you Master Mish? Uh, no, I think that's a little bit too much for me. I feel like that's too much of an ownership term for me. And I'm not really like, I, the way I see it when it comes to sex, that it's really two equals and, you know, they like different things. And of course the dynamics of Dom and sub are, are there, but right. you know, the, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to pleasure my partner and oh. I would like the same in return in equal respect so I, I kind of don't deal with the whole dom and sub thing too much, or like the master or the what's another term slave. for sub? I guess I don't even know. Master so, slave. Yeah. Master slave. Yes, correct. Thank you. Um, I have show or master pet. Well, yeah. What about a dog? Too. What about a puppy? Puppy play? Would you let some chick put a collar on and a tail dildo in her butt and like you just fucking absolutely? Stuff? Yeah, I figured you would. I'm talking to fucking <laughs> young Matt. I'm talking to young, See, not so yeah. fucked up Matt down here. I would too. Don't feel. You bad. have to understand. And I'm very new to the community. I'm very new to this whole thing. Like we started yeah. 69 whiskey as co- part of it was kind of like a education for my, for me as well. So I've learned a lot of things, not only about myself through doing our show, but like just about the overall world of BDSM and, and, and dynamics in the sexual relationship. 
I'm not sure if I'm to the point where I can do live demonstrations for him. It's not bad. I'm I'm really, really looking to break him that way. It's going to be really funny. (laughs) I'll share a story about we'll share a story about how when you officially when you broke me, what I believe to be the first time, uh, hopefully very soon on this show. But uh, I'd love to hear about a time that he fucking broke you, because that's the thing, man. Like I was going to you. You look at that, man. You seamlessly went right back to where the fuck we were going. You have a podcast called 69 Whiskey. I'm not really sure what it means, but I know you guys seem cool and you talked about some crazy shit. And I was like, okay, I can check this out. So the name of 69 Whiskey is actually a very, very deep in joke for me. As I as I said earlier to you, I have a history in the United States military, and sure. I served in the U.S. Army uh, as a 13 Fox, which is a uh, fire support specialist or forward observer for the field artillery. Excellent. Uh, one of the running jokes of the military is we came up with funny, fun names for girls that would uh, – Frequent are frequent the military barracks and be general hoes around the barracks. Sure. Uh, one of those terms was Joe Ho. Bunker sluts would be a good one. Bunker sluts is good. We had barracks rats, dependopotamuses. GI Ho was that one? Oh, yeah, that was one. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> but right on point. The infamous one and the one lesser known by a majority of the military is the uh, military identifier for a army whore, which is a 69 whiskey. Excellent. Thank you. It makes way more sense now. <laughs> because every job in the military needs a needs a double needs a double number and a letter. So whiskey is W69 military whore. <laughs> I want to mention that I didn't. I never known that until this show. I never understood. I never knew where our name originated from. Yeah. And I'm really glad I I found that now. Yeah, it only took after all these years of knowing you, and when you actually used to have 69 whiskey as a show on college radio. So tell me. The more you know, I guess. You guys, uh, at least one of you, uh, Eric, I'm assuming, has had some other like history with radio and stuff like this because the podcast isn't terribly old. I mean, you got what. Is it about a half a year's worth of episodes up there? Is that what I saw? Really? Yep. And then it also has a uh, three-year-long history of college radio. Oh, so how was that? Just like DJ and stuff, or like doing programs? Were you guys how, how that deep into was? That did you get? So that was a little bit of the same thing of what it is now, uh, mixed in with uh, my DJing skills and. Uh, different co-hosts because at when i started this show uh i had a female co-host uh which then moved to two female co-hosts because uh i couldn't replace the the one that i had sure. which was absolutely perfect because we already know uh, so i had to get Eric. two more to replace her obviously you got hoes around you at all times i get it yep and then i after i Left the college radio station scene, I was going to put 69 Whiskey uh, to bed and wasn't ever going to touch it again and maybe just use use the title for uh, my Twitch stream. And as I was preparing, like, everything for that over the summer, uh, Matt approached me and said, hey, I really want to do a podcast. 
I know you own, you basically are 69 whiskey. I want to do something with you. Uh, do you want to bring back 69 whiskey? You're a dirty whore. You want to give it one more shot guy. <laughs> Good job, Matt. I like I, your style. This, this is where I kind of chime in here because I was going through my own, excuse me. I was going through my own things at the time. Um, I had also recently just lost my job in professional radio. I worked for promotions for a very well-known uh, station in New Jersey. I won't oh, name yeah. names. Oh, yeah. We were yeah. both in line to be the assistant promotions director there. So you guys are from Jersey? And we or got, is that just where you are now? Yes. We're both from both. I don't know where you were originally from, Eric, but I'm from New Jersey. I am from all over New Jersey. Uh, because I literally, throughout my entire life, I moved from the top of New Jersey all the way down to the middle. The only place I haven't gone is South Jersey, but that place is a swamp, so I don't really want to go there. Home of Diamond Dallas Page. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, like I had lost, well, essentially we had lost a potential job. I was depressed as fuck because here I am. I worked so hard to get where I was. I was hopefully going to try and get a career in something a little bit larger with a little bit better pay. Yeah. And here I am, unemployed, yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. I need something hand, to dude. not only keep my <laughs> oh, exactly. I need something to keep my skills sharp, and I need some, and I need to uh, be entertaining. Because when the p- pandemic started, I was also working on my YouTube channel at the time, and I have been had I've had that channel for almost ten years now. But at the time, I said to myself, people want to be entertained. Yes. I'm going to do the best I can to try and entertain them, talking about topics that I enjoy, that are general topics, and. 69 Whiskey was an idea for the po- – well, the podcast part of 69 Whiskey was an idea where like where I was like, I need to entertain people in multiple different ways. Eric, would you like to join me and take the show to a new realm? Because up until when we started doing the show, we couldn't – or at least Eric couldn't go that far as we could have gone because the FCC rules are still in place for college radio. Which, you- which, I, which let me just say this. I do miss that old bit of Eric Weinstein versus the FCC. Oh, yeah. That was did a you do great like a, fucking bit. How many minutes did you go? <laughs> was it a part of your so, episode? Yeah. So basically, uh, the the studio uh, group that I, the studio panel that I would have in like every single uh, episode, uh, they would all give me a topic to rant on sure and i would have to be able to do an entire rant on that topic i would not be able to curse the entire time and i would have to go for three minutes straight that's pretty rough okay (laughs) and you forgot the key part hmm our friend Ronnie was holding on to your vape the entire oh, time. Oh, yeah. I wasn't allowed nicotine. I wasn't allowed weed. I wasn't allowed jack dick. Did you choke anybody in this whole process? Like, literally? Oh, I almost did. Th- yeah. there, were, there were multiple nights I almost walked yeah. out and killed somebody. I'm just laying hands I on wanna, motherfuckers. <laughs> I want to put it out there that Eric Weinstein is a I fucking only lost living, three times. Yeah. You're a fucking living chimney. There is not a moment in time where I don't see this man constantly smoking for at least an, an every hour. He's very consistent going outside. Yeah. I need to smoke. Puts the vape in. And I and my running joke with him was, oh, what's today's flavor? But um, it, we got... He's on that Fruity uh, Pebble shit. Here it comes. We got Blood Orange Banana Gooseberry from Pachamama. Yeah, happy Pride Month, by the way. 
Yeah. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Happy Pride Month to our friends in that community because we do have a couple of friends out there. I got plenty of friends in that community. <laughs> no, that was me calling you gay for your flavors. It's cool, though. Ah, oh, <laughs> whatever. Listen, I drink pumpkin spice. I know I'm a I'm a basic bitch white girl. It's hey, I'm not trying to impress anybody. At least anybody. he admits it. At I'm least s- he admits it. I'm smoking on a fucking. It's a fume, I guess it's called. It's a piece of wood with a little fucking piece of cotton in it that when you suck through it, it tastes like peppermints. Just because I also am a closet smoke. I've been smoking for fucking seventeen years, like, and I'm trying to lay off a little. And instead of puffing on a nicotine vape now, which I used to do, and it's really annoying when you do it into a microphone, by the way. I don't know if you've done that, <laughs> but if anybody hasn't told you, don't fucking do that. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I can't tell you how many times I've had to edit that out. I don't know if I've, I, if I've, I've heard it. it you better be fucking glad I didn't hear you do that shit because I will tear you an asshole. Like, dude, I don't want to hear your Darth Vader ass clicking that shit on <laughs> and going... <laughs> Yeah, that's why I, that's why I'm real friendly with the mute button. Yeah, that too. I look, I uh, I commend you for being able to do that cuz I think one of the biggest problems that I have with indie shows is they don't edit. Somewhere along the lines fucking Joe Rogan or whoever did it made it just go cool to not edit, and I think not editing is fucking stupid. Like especially it if is. you know you have bad habits or you have something put in the extra time and edit your goddamn show. You want to hear some personality come out now? Sure. I've seen some shit on a Facebook group that I'm a part of. I won't name. Please. I won't name. I hope you But do. I saw a question one day that said, do you edit your podcast? I don't edit mine. Right. So, and I see a bunch of comments under that because it's a very popular group saying, I don't edit my podcast. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't make the levels all that clear. And I'm sitting here and I'm like losing my fucking mind because yeah. I – I take pride yeah. editing the podcast. You should. And, Here's my answer. And Here's when I answer. and when I fucking hear people go ooh ah uh, um all that shit, it drives me fucking nuts. If I have to listen to it, you have to put you have to say fuck your pride and put yourself in the shoes of the listener. Yes. Do they want to hear uh um vape smoking or whatever? Do they want to hear that shit? Mine is no, breathing. They don't. I, I breathe like Fucking a fat edit person. your podcast. Yep. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Now you got some personality out of me. Now you got a little passion. That was good. You I feel that, Eric? He fucking dropped yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. I think he's been faking it's, this whole fucking some, time. It's some good passion. I've been it, waiting for it. It drives me. He could bring that to our podcast. <laughs> Fuck yeah, off. Dude. You just start listening <laughs> to other people's podcasts and shit on them on the show. Just keep to keep in mind, how many times have I have to edit out your ums, oohs? You're the main culprit of the fucking thing. I'm the one that has to edit it. Dude, I tell you what, no, doing this as long as I have, I know some secrets that can be used for good or bad. Uh, My buddy has a program. That would be Doug from the Who's Right podcast. Shout out. Um, it's a program to make a supercut. Is what we 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 use it for evil. Okay, is when we want to make somebody point out their crutch word. We can take this thing that transcribes an episode, and then it'll show you like how many times you say it. Now the fucked up thing is is if you're trying to cut that out, that's great because that means it'll say like and it'll say seventy four times, and you go delete, and then like disappears from the fucking thing. But also, you can save that as another track, and then you can make like a like supercut, which is ferocious. <laughs> if you want to hurt somebody's fucking it. soul, I listened to a show called Who Are These Podcasts. <laughs> they turned me on to the supercut. If you want to take somebody's soul, like fucking Shang Tsung, they might think they have a great show. But if you fucking make a like supercut of every time they say it, 
it's a minute and a half long out of an hour long podcast and it's just going like 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 uh like 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 and you go I'm gonna go take a piss. Hold on. And you go take a piss and three minutes later they're just dumbfounded. And it's like you could have done you could have you could have done something about that. Let me tell you something, Jody. I I spend hours just looking at a waveform. After work, after eight hours of work staring at a computer, dealing with brain-dead customers, I come home and I spend at at most, at most at times, depending on how long the episode is, three to three and a half to four hours of work. Yep, yep. I know what my breathe-in breath looks like on a waveform. And if I could find a way to cut that out, I would. But unfortunately, it's not words. But this little, this little... And I've been getting a hard swallow lately, too. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm too close to the mic, if I'm losing my manners or what's happening, but I'll take a swig and I'll sit there and then I'll be watching on the waveform. I go, what the fuck is that? And I look and it's me going gulp. Like, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I've become. What's the n- sensitivity of your mic set on? That might be the issue. I don't fucking know, dude. It's a $35 microphone. It's so funny when I hear people go, oh, I spent 300 for, 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 I spent 700 fucking. Blah, blah. It's a $35 microphone, man. I've had it since I started. Uh, the one that that I've got is the one, one I bought for you. Excuse yes, you. Yes, yes. Sexy. I I will I will give that the to microphone you. The microphone that, that he you provided bought for you. me uh, was one fifty, I think. Yeah, might have been around there a little bit more, if I remember correctly. Good equipment and helps, like it really does. And that's what I say is, if you don't have a, a great voice or a strong personality, at least have good equipment. At least oh, edit yeah. your show because it makes it a lot more tolerable. I'm not great, but I realize that I've cut whole fucking segments of my show out. If I realize that I go on a fucking doobie cruise in a conversation and I just start veering off into some nonsense, and I can tell the person doesn't give a shit about halfway through when they're going, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I just boop. No more. <laughs> the, the whole thing is gone. It was astounding to me as I was reading through that Facebook thread how many people do not actively go out of their way to edit their podcast because oh, it's not even just it's not even just the ums and the uhs and the stuff. It's the extended dead space too yep. that also drives me up a wall because sometimes we'll have like a bit of a dead space and you know I, I can just cut that in half to make it sound a lot more fluid. That's not even a problem See, for me. I like, but like you think, I, I, I can't imagine what these people's shows look like. You should it's be like, editing people's podcasts <laughs> just to teach them. Like, and that's the thing. I don't. You're not supposed to tell people what to do. You do your thing. I'll do mine. But when you ask my opinion, I'm going to tell you what I think. It's sometimes you like it. I'm sometimes you way. don't. But I'm going to be honest. I love you. But fucking fix that shit. And you guys actually seem See, like you do a good job. So that's I, I realized that. And that's why I had you here this evening. Like You seem like you're at least trying. And I appreciate that. Yeah. See, I got I got real offended recently uh, because one of our friends who knows how much we actually like put into this. Yes. Uh, tried to basically get us to buy into the company that he was freelancing for and get them to edit and promote our stuff. So how'd that go? Uh, I, uh, I may have, uh, lost my mind a little bit and, uh, stopped talking to that friend for a little while. I'll I'll get back in touch with him at some point, but, uh, right now we're not on speaking terms. You went full DMX. You lost your mind up in there. (laughs) I can't handle this right now. I don't, dude, (laughs) you step off. I didn't do anything unprofessional. But I got real close. I got 
real, real close. So was it just offering shit up without your permission? Like, what was the thing that bothered you the most? No, we we were in contact with him about like seeing what how they would go about doing business with us. Sure. And during our initial, to us, it was presented to us as an employment opportunity. It was presented to us exactly. as a possibility that they may want to buy our podcast and promote it. That'd be sweet. Okay, I'm listening. And that was all horseshit. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> I make you podcast superstar number one on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot yeah, of those. Pay on, us. I see a lot of those a lot. Uh, we don't want your studio. We don't want your studio time. We don't want your editing equipment. We don't want your editor. We do all of our own stuff. Once we start to turn a profit, then we might, then we might uh, hire somebody. But until then, bite me. I just think it's lazy. And look at me. It takes me fucking a month and a half to even try to fucking get through one. But it takes a while. Like I listen to it second by second, which might be a little OCD. But it's my it's my Same. painting, God damn it! Like you don't finish art; it's abandoned. I get that, but I'm gonna try to make it the the most polished turd that I can fucking put out there to where at least you guys can get the gist of what I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to get my peoples to say when I'm talking to them. So hell yeah, fucking take a stand, God damn it! Edit your podcast. Stop <laughs> being such a cunt. Exactly. So. Editing is for the professionals. Like I said, speaking of professionals, we'll get back to this. Uh, so we were talking about tying people up earlier. Mm-hmm. So, like, have you had any uh, other fun experiences? Like, what else are you into, motherfucker? Like, you you like uh, you like furries? You like uh, you like uh, a mommy baby experience? You like flogging? Like, what what are you into, dude? You got any other fucking shit in your closet? Come on. See. On the list you just went through, yeah, furries I'm okay with. I'm I am I am fine with it with a girl who enjoys a set of ears and uh, and a furry butt plug, uh, and maybe some light dressing up. That's that's kind of fun for me. Yeah, are you gonna wear uh, a mascot head and jerk off in some chick's face though? Because I would probably do that if it was just a head. I couldn't do the whole suit, but I could do a head. Maybe, yeah. I I could see myself doing that. Yeah. Then I, well, I was fucking this guy in a deer costume, and because he had a hat, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, whatever, dude. I didn't know. I was fucking uh, a deer. <laughs> uh, flogging I've done. Uh, I'm not really big into the extreme age play. Like the uh, the the baby stuff that really doesn't fly with me. It's wild. We had a whole conversation about this last uh, episode. Oh. Yeah, Matt is called a promotion. However, however, uh, I I am okay with somebody doing age play as like ten, seven, uh, twelve. Yeah, I've. I've had people. So it's other people's scars. Me. That's not your fault. Whatever their fucking trauma yeah. is, it's like if that's what they need. Cool. It's like I'm not going to marry you. Yeah. But if you want me, to I've had people for- around me, and I've had partners that have been uh, interested in that kind of stuff, where they they want to be a certain age and be seen a cer- as a certain way, 
and treated a certain way for a certain period of time. But once that period of time is over, they need to also be treated like an adult. Sure. All right, Sandy, I'm going to need you to get up off the ground. (laughs) Stop crawling around. (laughs) No more cotton candy for you. See, yep. I made it blatantly clear in one of our most recent episodes. I am not into that idea. Yeah. I find it to be very um, cringeworthy and stuff that could possibly put you on an FBI watch list. I know it's completely illegal, hey. but it doesn't feel legal. It's just because that's what really fucks with me. You call you holler at me when you're 30, and we'll see how you feel about that, Matt. <laughs> yeah, she's going uh, to change a lot for next you. Next Saturday, I got six years. more years. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, at the rate you're going, it wouldn't surprise me if you picked up some habits in the next couple of years. You're just like, yeah, whatever. So that's the parties. That hey, I, I picked to, up man. some habits now. I mean, we <laughs> talked about face sitting, right? Shit. However, that's- as far as like kinks that I'm very, very proud of, that would be my fire play. Oh, God. Fire and- you light bitches on fire, dude? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I have a uh, beautiful fire cupping set. Okay. Which is... Is that the so, shit they do to Michael you, Phelps when they fucking light up the little light bulb looking things and stick them on your back? Yep. Oh. I, I have a full kit of that. And what I do is I take the, the fire wands that you see with the, the people that do it on the... on the professional athletes. They swirl them around the inside and then stick the... the uh, glass down onto the person's back. Did you ever put one right on a fupa? Like right on, right above the pussy? Yes. Seems like it'd be a good spot. Oh, it's fantastic. I've actually gotten a girl to squirt in one of those. Excellent. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, the way that it works is the part of the Chinese medicine part of it is bringing the uh, blood vessels to the surface and Basically, running the fire wand across the the top of the person's skin. Yeah. When you're doing this kind of thing with somebody, and you're in a BDSM sex dungeon, it's very good for show BDSM. I bet it looks cool with the lights off. Is your point? Just oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It looks super hot. Everybody gets super turned on. It's so fucking fantastic. I'm going to hey, but, I'm gonna ask you a question just to push your boundary a little here. So have you ever done anything with blood work like with that too? Yes. Because I've seen that on something like, I don't know if it's like vampire kind of shits or what I, what I remember it was from. It was like bloodletting is what I saw. And it's like they would take the cups and they would take like, I don't know, what like a little thing you test for diabetes or maybe like a lancet. And they would just like, yep. they fucking do the shit and then poke, poke, poke. Three little pokes. You wouldn't even think. Boop, boop, boop. And they put the shit on there. And then when they stand up, it looks like some shit out of Hellraiser. Like you fucking just little driplets of blood like you're lactating. And they pour it all out on the ground. It's like a puddle. It's fucking wild, dude. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. I've I've seen that firsthand. That's a living line. Yeah. It is one of the... When somebody does actual, like, cup uh, a cupping display with it, in my opinion, and this is because I'm a sick individual yeah, and I find blood incredibly attractive. It'd be a great painting. Huh? It'd be a great painting. Just, like, smeared across. Exactly. Maybe la- so- cover with lacquer or something so it's not gross, but, well, it's going to be gross, but... That'd be pretty sweet, like a tie-dye. It's just like a bunch of back uh, blood. <laughs> it's so hot. Dude, well, 
the thing that I do is I'm, I move the cups. I put uh, a layer of uh, baby oil or uh, olive oil and I basically move the cups around on the person's skin. Uh, I recently had an accident <laughs> because you don't say before. So the reason I have a beautiful set of fire cups now, because and I will preface this is not of my own doing, because my my current submissive got very very scared because I was using dollar store cups. Just Dixie cups, you fucking asshole. No, 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 glass, <laughs> glass, dollar store glass cups. And I didn't get a good suction with one of them. As I was trying to move it, it lost suction, and I smashed the cup against another cup, and it exploded in my hand. Yeah, just a whole mess. This is where and, I have to cut you off for a second. Yes, because go ahead. Yes. Even after that point... You still said, I'm still going to buy dollar store cups because you are a very cheap fucking dominant. We went on record on our show and called him straight up the dollar store Christian Gray. He's the dollar store dominant. I like it. He he is the dollar store dominant. I'll take that that title. That's it. That is the nickname we've given him. Dollar store dominant. We'll add that that to the list of monikers. You know, your defense for why you do it is incredibly weak, and I, I'm really glad our uh, – well, your submissive yeah. is uh, – she ended up giving you that set because at this point, I was re- worried not only for your health, but the health of the subject that you would be doing this stuff on. Hey. Listen, nothing bad happened to the person that, that the cup exploded <laughs> on. They were completely fine. My but finger was the one that, in that, the that fucking was gushing blood. Guys, listen. They say you learn experience from successes. You learn wisdom from failures. You learn some wisdom about cheap cups when bloodletting uh, during your fucking jerk-off time or whatever you get down to, dude. Like, <laughs> sometimes you got to crack eggs and make omelets. I get it. But, uh... So you wanted to hear about blood, so uh, so I'll give you uh, I'll give you some blood. Tell me, dollar store uh, Dom, what you got for me, dude? So as a as a gift, because when I was coming home from Afghanistan, I had these beautiful, beautiful throwing knives that I had bought specifically, specifically for going to Afghanistan. Like to use while you're there or to bring back after yeah, the fact? Yeah, to use sure. while I was there. Just if you can stick one in somebody's forehead or something? Yeah. Excellent. I, I brought it. I get I, it. I brought the set. Cool. I, uh, there were some other ones, I, you know, those are playing card but, throwing stars. I figured somebody would have used one of those too, guy. I got you. Keep going. No, nah, no. Nah, I was one of those jackasses that decided to bring throwing knives. Uh, so, unfortunately... I on my way home I learned that customs doesn't allow throwing knives back into the United States. Yeah, not so so much. I was allowed to bring them to Afghanistan, but I wasn't allowed to bring them back. So as a gift to me for like having to leave my my beautiful throwing knives in Afghanistan, a friend of mine bought me a machete. Ooh. And this is where I wanted to uh go back into what you were talking about in your last episode with your with, with your machete, machete sword fighting. Sure, machete fights. Uh, no good. 
Yeah, well, I used a machete in a sexual act with my the my uh, second ex-wife in the middle of a uh, BDSM sex dungeon. So that might be the opening clip now. That was a really crazy <laughs> sentence. I'm going to need you to elaborate a little more. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my second ex-wife, we frequented a BDSM sex dungeon every Friday night. Sure. That was our thing to do and where we would basically get the entire pent-up bullshit of the week out. Eric, can I pause you for one second? Matt, you're a young Go man. ahead. Can you imagine working all week? Everybody's working for the weekend, right? It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, you finally, you're Friday, it's, you're eating lunch. And you're like, man, I can't wait to finish this sandwich and go finish up this couple little bit of shit that I gotta do, because I'm gonna go choke the fuck out of somebody. Like, to me... I, you know what I'm saying? I like, got one better for you. You're gonna I got one up. better for you. Yeah, I'm going to choke fuck somebody until she turns I, blue. But it's okay. I'm going to finish these fucking documents. I, I'm going to have this cheeseburger. <laughs> I got one better for it's you. It's so wild. Imagine having to tell your boss. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, so fun I'm, story about the military. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every weekend... You are supposed to fill out a form that says what your plans are for the weekend. Like your activities? Yep. Oh, yeah. So imagine imagine what, what happened the first time I put down on that sheet BDSM sex dungeon. Well, they probably get that a lot, believe it or no. not. No. Come on now. Well, then again, no. okay, okay. Maybe not writing it on a legal no. document. Now that you mentioned it, you probably I was, don't want to write I that. was the first person <laughs> that my captain had ever had ever seen that from. Well, you're and obviously he did just, not know how to handle it. You're just obviously just the first asshole that couldn't figure out to write down, I'm going <laughs> to a party or whatever the fuck. Like. <laughs> you were too honest. Yeah, Dude, everybody I'm else honest to making a shit up. I'm honest to a fault, and I, that is because I don't want to. I don't want to ever get caught doing something that I'm. I don't want to ever get caught in a lie. It and just seems I'm wild. Terrible, me, terrible at lying. So my whole philosophy in life is: I'm just going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, no matter what the fuck happens. Yeah. Reap the consequences. So you're machete fucking your second ex-wife at a sex dungeon uh, club that you frequented. The the thing about it was my my second ex-wife was one of the biggest pain sluts that I have ever met in my entire life. Pain slut. Yes. Okay. Like I've seen uh, like I've seen some pretty pretty ridiculous things in the dungeon. I've seen a girl get beat black and blue with a goddamn blanket. Blanket? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like okay. a lead blanket? No. Like the no. One they, the one they no. use at the dentist office when they take X-rays? No. Yeah, like, like soft, like big, soft, fuzzy blanket. Yeah. That had enough weight behind it when it was swung, it sounded like she was getting hit with a sledgehammer. Just. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know what to say. And I watched her squirm from getting hit by that thing. And I felt it. 
in my bones. God damn. I felt it shake the ground as he hit her. It's a fun instinct, I think, to stand there because I'm down for whatever. I'll watch you do all your stuff. It's just there's a certain point where, like, societal norms and stuff like somebody's just whacking the shit out of this lady, like, unless she's like coming it was it's gonna be it really consensual, hard and she yeah, was yeah. getting off i had another dude I on might, my show that go uh ahead. i'm sorry no no go ahead go ahead matt you haven't talked in five minutes say what you're gonna say what's up so going back to the machete thing because this is where i this is the story of how i was broken by eric weinstein the okay. very first and as far as i know the only time to my memory okay going back to the ex-wife um so let me set the scene for you Please. I'm over at his house. We were still in college at the time, and I was at his house. We were hanging out. A bunch of our mutual friends were there. It was, a, it was a fun time. We were sitting, chatting. Everyone was smoking. I don't smoke, so I was just hanging out. And all of a sudden, Eric starts telling me the story about the machete. And I'm like, it's like what the fuck? Like, what are you, like, I'm like perplexed as to like what he's talking about. Because yeah, I, like, I can't fathom <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. And he's like, you, you obviously don't understand what I'm saying, so let me show it to you. He pulls out his FetLife page, which for those of you that don't know, and as far as I correct me if I'm wrong with this, Eric, it's essentially kinky Facebook. Yeah. Hey, put your put your shit out, dude. What's your what's your handle, Eric? Uh the truth on FetLife. The is spelt with a with a three instead of an E. Ugh. But uh it's because the truth hurts and so do I. All right, that was that was redeeming. Okay. I was gonna shit on you, but that's pretty good. <laughs> as I was saying. Yes. So he shows me this FetLife page. He shows me the photo of his wife's ass. Cut up, red, beaten to shit is the only words I can describe as to what I'm seeing. Okay. And, on, and on top of the machete, because obviously this cuts everywhere because, you know, obviously the edge is kind of digging into her a little bit. There is what I what, what did you say? There was barbed wire. A monkey wrench, which those you no, explain what no, no, not a monkey wrench, not a monkey not wrench, a monkey, monkey vine, monkey tree branch, monkey tree branch, excuse me, um, which also is some sort of impact play toy with spikes, I believe it, it is. Oh, it's a it's a plant that the leaves are basically like wood, uh, and it's very very spiny, and uh. The the thorns on the very tips of the of the leaves actually induce itching. Yeah. Uh, so it's a p- real pain in the ass when you get hit by one. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so as he proceeds to explain this to me and shows so, me this man, stuff, it's so fucking crazy. It's like this crazy woman is just basically yes. banging Cactus Jack yes. over here. He's having a full blown fucking Japanese death match and shit. Like what the fuck. <laughs> You, you know what? It's funny you mentioned the cactus jack and everything because you have gone on record say you want to be like the Mick Foley or the Tommy Dreamer of BDSM. You are the innovator of violence of it's, BDSM. It's what it is sounds what, like. words you have used, and I will quote you because I have reheard those episodes. So as he's explaining this to me, you can see in my face, I'm visibly becoming more and more uncomfortable <laughs> with each passing minute. And I, now and here's then, the thing. After and then I show him Mr. Happy. Yeah. Wait, I don't remember Mr. Happy. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think I blocked that out from my memory. <laughs> I don't uh, remember that. Mr. Happy is a is a gardening glove that I that I bought at uh at a surplus store that 
I then proceeded to line the palm and all of the fingers with thumbtacks and then lined the inside of it with tape because fuck stabbing myself with this thing. Yeah. (laughs) So he shows me this stuff. And you can see in my face, I'm visibly becoming more and more uncomfortable. Like, I have never seen or heard any of this stuff in my life. Right. So as I'm there... I'm not paying for, for this. Next, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> exactly. As I'm there for like another 45, 30, 45 minutes, I barely say maybe five words because I'm so visibly uncomfortable and appalled, perplexed. I don't... That we're, every word that is similar to uncomfortable you can think of. Yeah. I was in that moment in time. And, and keep in mind, this is only a couple of years ago. That's this a happened lot, very look, recently. That's a lot to lay on with all due respect. If it was just a video you, you sent me and I didn't know you and I'd watch it, I'd be like, all right. But if I'm standing right next to you and like I probably have met or have conversations with said woman in the past – That'd be a little weird, like not bad weird. But he, just he's like, never met the. He's never met my second ex-wife. Okay, I never no, met either of your ex-wives. Nobody in my life currently that is within like driving distance yeah. has ever met my second ex-wife, and I would like to keep it that way. So was it you in action? Like, were you dick out or something, or were you just like in full play mode, or was it just like afterward, like the aftermath pictures? Like, what was it? Aftermath photos. Uh, okay. That's a little better. Yeah, I thought was, he was like showing you his porno. He's like, watch me beat the shit out no, of this chick. No, no, no. I get no. it. Unfortunately, I never have a cameraman when I'm actually working. Yeah, it sounds and it like sucks. evidence. It's not a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in Joe Biden's America 2021 and the day of the cancel culture and the fucking consent. I don't know. Maybe beforehand when, every, they go, when they go, yeah, this is cool. I can that say I have, that's all you need, and then turn that motherfucker off. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. That's why I am I am working real, real hard to get my BDSM consent contract. Yeah. Yep. It will go over everything that will happen in that encounter. I guess if you killed somebody on accident, you probably might want that on video. Yep. As long as you killed them on accident. I guess air quotes. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm. Listen. <sighs> yes. I am a fluffy service top. I will only go as far as the submissive that I am working on wants to go. So with the machete thing, were you just like spanking her with it? Were you doing slices? Like, were you chopping on her, on her butt cheeks? Like, how did that work? What do you so do with the machete? So it started off with spanking because the idea, the original yeah. idea you get a that good I slap had with was, that. I got you. It's a real thick blade, and you could probably yeah. smack somebody across the ass with it for sure. It makes for a great paddle. Yeah, I'm with it's that. It's fan fucking tastic as yeah. a paddle. They're not sharp when they come out of the fucking gate. Like if you get one at a hardware store, unless it's like a Gerber machete, those things are fucking sharp. It was, but like a regular. Okay, well, <laughs> 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 dude, I'm not gonna lie. When I was a kid, we had like the the real thick, broad motherfucker. Yeah, they would get real long, but they were always dull as fuck. Like a machete is just for whacking limbs and shit off, which is why it's a terrible weapon to fight with. But like exactly. one day at deer camp, we were, we got up there and you normally would use like a hacksaw on the pelvic bone, right? Somebody took the mm-hmm. hacksaw. We didn't have a sawzall. We were like, how are we going to whack this fucking deer apart? 
And our dude who just come from a gun show was like, hey, I got a machete in my truck. And we were like, okay, well, I guess we can hack the shit out of this, you know, whatever. And he brought out his Gerber machete. It was in a big, pretty case. And we were like, oh, shit. He said, yeah, they just started making these. It was a wild-ass demonstration. The dude filled up a bunch of Coke cans half full of water, like six or seven of them. And he goes, the motherfucker reached back just a foot or so and took all six of the tops off the cans and didn't spill a drop of water. And he was like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know how those have the uh, the saw, the teeth yes. side on yeah. the jungle, back end of it? The jungle edition, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of like... Uh, so when, like, before we even started this, I was like, would you be comfortable with me trying to whack you with this side of it? Because this side doesn't slice. This side just grabs. And she was like, yeah, sure. And that's why there's puncture wounds in the picture that he saw. She better be glad you didn't use the sharp side or you might have taken her whole butt cheek off, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, true. Can I just add one thing Please. to the machete thing? Eric, why don't you tell them where that machete is? That's that's a really good yeah. question. It's the I only thing she I, took I, in I don't your know divorce. where that machete went because I may have lost it somewhere. He doesn't get to keep the machete. I want half. <laughs> no, no. That's the, that's the messed up part. I had the machete. It was in my toy bag. It, I took it with me when I went back to New Jersey, and I... Don't know where it is now. This man misplaced the machete in the middle of the state of New Jersey. Oh, man. I got a lot of boots on the ground. I know one kinky motherfucker that's over there. I have to shoot you the episode. His name's Nick. He's a pretty cool dude. I'm going to have to fucking uh, hook you guys up. You can go whip somebody's asses together, maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. He he talks to a lot of awesome people, a lot of BDSM people. You know what? I might make you a new fucking friend, Eric. How about that? Oh, I am so, so excited. I have been dying and desperate to find some community over here. It's been, oh, it's been such a dry spell. The only thing that I have to work with are these, are these very, very inexperienced college kids. And (laughs) only a few of them are actually freaks at this point. I got to wait for life to beat them up a little bit more for them to actually get to the point where they're okay with me beating them up. No, that's a good point. Like, I think you got to have an understanding of just how close you can come to dying before you understand, like, how far you want to (laughs) get. Exactly. You ever electrocute anybody? Like, I've seen those. Not, like, full-blown, not like Murtaugh and Mel Gibson shit. I have been electrocuted. I meant, like, the Wonder Wand or something. Like, you ever fucking zap somebody in the tits? That's pretty funny. I've been, I've had one of those used on me. How like in the tits? Uh, all over. How did it feel on the dingleberries? Dingleberries? It That's was interesting. Hey, I'm gonna try that again. I'm sorry, I've had a beer too, Eric. So when you were getting zapped on your penis, what was that like? Uh, the the best way to describe it was it tickled. <laughs> uh. Now, I've heard of horror stories. Sure. Which, this was not something that happened to me, but this was told to me by by a, another dominant uh, 
was about an accident that they had. They were using sounding rods. Oh, man. This story just got real bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know using, this one. They were using sounding hang rods. On, hang on, Matt. Do, and, you know, do you know what a sounding rod is, Matt? I've never heard of it. Oh, you want to take this oh. one, or you want me to do it? Okay. Uh, well, I'll let you do it because it should. I, I I'm used to breaking him like this, so I'm gonna let you do it this time. Sure, it's, oh God, it's a real it. pleasure for me, but I'm I'll let you do it. It's your show. A sounding rod is for urethral play. It's basically you know those old school thermometers, like when you were a kid and you would get your temperature checked, like the long one. I guess you didn't have glass thermometers, but I did. Basically, I, I I've used glass thermometers, yes, but so not like so. It's like, like that. It's like a glass thermometer with little bubbles like along like little nubbins and they get they range in size they can go from like the size of you know just like a little tiny itty bitty zero gauge like a nipple ring ball all the way up to like a fucking buckshot shotgun you know uh load and uh yeah you stick them in your pee hole it's like urethral sounding is where they stick this bar with these nubbins up in your pee hole and it's like i don't understand what you would get with that I think maybe if you had kidney stones, like that might help to open up your dick hole big enough that you could like get them out of there. But like, I don't want, I've had catheters twice. I don't want anybody sticking anything in my penis. Like it's just not that okay. Is one of my greatest fears in life, dude. Like, and some people, my, my one greatest fear is that like a pencil, basically somebody just takes a, a metal pencil with little ball bearings soldered to it and sh- not shoves it well i don't know i've seen a few shoves <laughs> gracefully <laughs> inserts the thing into your pee in your pee hole and they just kind of go back and forth with it and they're like well yeah. i can't do it chief so wild too far for me not not one of my kings because that is definitely not something that i'm into no, dude uh you wouldn't get past the head like there's no way dude no nah, no nah, i don't no. i, I, I <laughs> <laughs> but again, friend of a friend of mine was telling me that he was using one uh, on a on a submissive, and uh, forgot that it was in when he broke when he uh, whipped out the electrical play. Oh, and it arced. <laughs> and then he added that to his repertoire, right? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you want to oh, see? You want to see a God, really cool no, trick? And no, you just, that's a bad day. Come on, that's dude. a bad, bad day. How about two twenty right to the tip of your penis? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I just got broken. <laughs> somebody let fucking oh god damn it! Somebody let fucking Raiden in here, dude. My penis is on fire. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not good. But, yeah. Oof. Yep. Stories from the uh, from the days back in Washington. There's a comedian named Bert Kreischer that says sounding got its name because of the different sounds that uh, you make when they stick them. Like the I love Bert Kreischer, so I, I can imagine him saying that. Yeah. I'm a big Bert Kreischer I, fan. It's an old I can thing. agree with that statement. <laughs> That's wild, dude. I, hey, do what you do. That's the thing is the internet has, has entitled me to be friendly with a lot of different people. And like I said that my buddy Nick, he t- I think he's talked about chastity stuff like that. Like he gets his dick locked oh. up and all that kind of stuff. A couple months, mm. ago, maybe all the time. I don't know. He's too a submissive for me. Way too submissive. 
I think uh, you just broke him a little bit. <laughs> I so my my ex wife uh, number two threatened me with that She's once. Trying to lock you up, dude. Yeah, she threatened me with that. She was like, uh, "There's these ones with uh, spikes on the inside of them," and I was like, "Get out of here!" That's a little much. It's like <laughs> I get it though. I don't want it, but I get it. Like just kind of the the whole dominance angle of that. Uh, I think when we were talking about it, he mentioned something about like obviously like even when you got to take a piss, you got to sit down. Like it basically takes away certain aspects of your penis. Like you can't touch it. I keep saying penis. I feel like it would be a better word, but I fucked up and said <laughs> I said dingleberries a second ago because I'm half drunk, and now I can't stop saying penis. So I'm going to say penis as many times as I can say penis. You get it? <laughs> it's bugging me. Sorry. But yeah, no, I. I hate the idea of chastity belts. Like, I'm, I have submissive Which parts of, of what so I. Much. Uh-huh. It's just the cage, though. Like chastity belts is yeah. for chicks, right? That's when they put the little razor blades on their fucking on their labias. <laughs> I mean, for for girls, it's literally just uh, stop. Yep. Uh, for guys, it's the cage and. I like I said, that's way too submissive for me, and I'm I don't play that game. You should give yeah, that a shot, man. You don't know what you like till you try to, dude. You might like getting your wiener lashed. I mean, thing. you were you were saying you wanted a dominatrix. You wanted like the okay, uh, so, the, yeah. the, the the army girl uh, commanding you oh. around the barracks. Hang on. Here's the thing, Matt. If you want the kind of woman that's going to sit on your face and try to suffocate you, she's probably going to want to lock your dick in a cage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a little. That's a little bit far for me. The locking the dick in the cage. I'm not and gonna she, lie. And she and she might she might make you wear diapers. I can't do that either. <laughs> See, that plays into the whole age play thing. And you and I have already discussed this at nauseum. So, although, like I, I will say this much: like I don't consider myself to be a total submissive. I consider myself to be more of a switch. There's only one woman out there that I would ever sub for. I'm not gonna name names, but there's only one woman. Not super like sub oh. for her, but like because there are certain things I have limits for. It's like a real but person, not only like a one. celebrity or something. I thought it was going to be like real, real person, real person. Okay. We've had conversations, but that there's only oh. one person I ever would. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you were going to have a dream sub, who would it be, Eric? Since he's not going to fucking, <laughs> he can't spill his because it's a real person. <laughs> oh, can't be toxic people. The idea of subbing. Who would, like, be, who would be your daddy mm, if you had to? Or mommy. <laughs> well, the only thing that I would think I would be comfortable with is maybe the there was this uh, female dominant that uh, used to run uh, this porn site called The Upper Floor on uh, kink.com. Sure. She's probably the only one that I would really maybe let uh top me uh as of like celebrity wise i don't think i trust anybody else to actually top me you know who i would take hmm. jeff bezos ex-wife Mackenzie bezos or whatever the fuck her name is i saw her the other day she's not a great looking chick but she's all right she's got like i don't know 400 billion dollars or something she, I mean, I'd let her be my bad. sugar mama. She can, she can <laughs> sub me. I'll do anything. So what do you want me to eat that fucking dog turd? I'll eat the dog turd. What's up, bitch? Like, 
<laughs> for that kind of money, I would I would have a contract in the beginning that says, "Listen, you take you buy my mama a house, you take care of my wife and kid. I'm all yours, bitch. Like you fucking whatever." If I can if I can chime in for the fantasy um, subbing, uh, Margot Robbie is my uh, personal dream. Harley Quinn. Uh, no Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Margot Robbie. Okay, so more professional. I got it. I take Jamie Presley just because I like I'm older. They're the exact same chick. It's just Jamie Presley's a little, <laughs> a little more wrinkles. Hey, nothing wrong with that, guys. Eh. I'm gonna have to have Gwen dinner. Stefani. Gwen, Gwen Stefani's pretty good too. That's a throwback yeah. jam. Holla, like Fergie. I would like Fergie too. Oh, Fergie, oh, Fergie can definitely oh. pull it off too. Mm. Okay, that song. What's that song? Milk Although, or whatever. One girl I would like to I would like to tie up and do dirty things to is. Uh, Drugged oh. up Miley. Okay, yeah, Dream Dom. Who? So you're gonna take Miley Cyrus on uh, just mm-hmm. out of her fucking wits? You're gonna tie her up? I put her I, I want slap them. I want the I want the fresh out of Disney Miley, like rebellious stage Miley. Wig because in a bag I have Miley. some I have some personal beef with that Miley, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we don't get into that a lot. I had some beef with her diddy, but I believe Billy Cyrus is a motherfucker for exposing his kids the way that he did because he knew that the industry was going to eat him up and spit him out. That lady lost her goddamn mind for a little while. She was letting people touch her pussy on stage and stuff. Like, I get it, girl. You want to have a fucking shift in your in your career, but this is a little much. I'm not saying stop mm-hmm. doing it, but don't let strangers touch your pussy. Come on, girl. <laughs> your daddy's so, watching. There's a line that gets crossed that should not be crossed often, yeah, or at so, all, in my opinion. So I have only ever had problems with two musical acts yes. the entire time that I was doing uh, stage building as like a side gig out in Washington. Only two musical acts I've ever had problems with. Miley Cyrus and, uh, oh man. Probably Bush. No, no, it's one of the uh, really popular female country singers. Dixie Chicks. BB Rexa? No. Taylor Swift. No. Uh, she was married to the guy on The Voice. Miranda Lambert. Yes. Yeah. Those are the only two artists I have had problems with. You want to tie them both Is... up and slap their titties? Because be, I could get behind that. I'd probably pay money to well, watch it. Miranda Lambert I had the problem with because... Uh, basically she was doing her, her warm up set and, uh, the stage hands were off to the side listening to her do like the, her warm up sets. Yeah. Uh, because that's like the only downtime that the stage hands really have. And she proceeded to get off of the stage, get on her cell phone call up her manager and get all of us kicked out of the building <laughs> because she didn't want to see us while she was warming up. She could have just asked, I guess, but would you guys have left if she'd have been like, Hey, can you guys get the fuck out of here? Cause I don't want you. Absolutely. To watch. I, I don't, I would have walked off and just hung out in the, in the backstage area. Maybe some people, I'm trying to find a little shred of respect. Cause I get it. You, you can fucking, you can Listen, slap. Her I titties. get that. Yeah. But There's like, ways to go about Say something. <laughs> Get a bullhorn. Just, excuse me. 
Excuse me, can crew. Can you kindly fuck off, all of you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just because of one person fucked that up. Like you're you're fine, and I'm sure everybody else been like, okay, mm-hmm. like I'm on the clock. I don't give a shit. Like, but there had to have been that one person previously that fucked it up for everybody, and so now she just goes and calls fucking head honcho and just says, just tell him to leave, please. Yep. And then my my same issue with Miley Cyrus goes a little bit deeper because she didn't want to see us so badly. She snuck into the fucking venue. <laughs> like under trench coat and stuff? Like Oh no 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 because the the management crew fucked up. So what the what the gig what the what happened was uh I was told to go take a road case uh, that was completely emptied out and put it on the loading dock. Completely emptied, just move it over. It needs to be out of the way. Sure. Then I go back, finish my task with uh, with all of like the setting up of the stage stuff, and I as I'm moving over to. Uh, uh, basically relieve some people that are on a, another task that's a lot longer than the ones that I was working on. One of the directors turns around and goes, hey, you, there's a road case on the loading docks. Go get that and take it to the dressing room in the green uh, over here. And I go out there. The road case that, that I had just put out there that was empty uh, is cr- the only road case that's there. So I'm looking around. I'm like, all right. So I go up to the road case. It's suddenly a lot heavier. <laughs> I take it to the dressing room, walk five feet out the door, smell weed. Yeah. Was she smoking weed inside there? It. She, yeah. She She opened up the box and smoke. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I can picture this too. And I, if I was there, I'd just be laughing my ass off. Honestly, I was so mad. Well, see, that's crazy, man. Because I've heard of that during concerts. Like that's usually if people like get under the stage, it's like a free in the middle thing. That's how they get there. Is like usually in a box, I guess. But like not to go to a practice or like the thing. Like she just had had no interest in interacting with anybody. But I mean, she's stupid famous. So it's like part of me goes like, I don't know what that's like. Like I bet Ariana Grande can't go anywhere. I bet Johnny Depp can't go anywhere. It's like you can you imagine them going to like Walmart and they try to walk in the fucking building and they're just like, oh my god! And then every fucking asshole from like a hundred, at least a hundred feet, turns around and goes, it's fucking Johnny Depp. Look at that shit. And they fucking run over and try to take pictures with. But him that's in. the thing. We're stagehands. Yeah. We literally see celebrities every single day. This isn't something new to us. We don't care how fucking famous you are. See, I yeah, think, I bet somebody, if you're just somebody else fucked it up. That's all it is. Just somebody else yeah. fucking ran up to her and was like, "Oh my god, hey, I got to think, let me take a selfie." And just she was like, "Okay, no more. I don't need these dirty hippies fucking touching me. I don't know. These guys could be at sex clubs beating their second ex wives with machetes. Mm-hmm. I don't need them fucking in here getting their sh- shit hands all over me, dude." Has there ever been, like, celebrities that have actually, like, taken the time to, like, talk to you and maybe, like, thank you for the work that you've done? Or, like, is that just 
like, or are they all just prima donnas? Adam Levine. Really? Adam Levine's a homie. I didn't even. Uh, he seemed like one of those types of prima donna guys, but no. I guess Adam not. Adam Levine is a beautiful human being. He's a musician, and I don't care what anybody else says. I'm with you, dude. Fuck yeah. He is a he is an amazing human being. I love that man, and uh, I respect everything that that man is about. I'm on team Eric. From now on, <laughs> I've said this. I've been called I've been called a faggot so many times because I've been like Maroon Five is awesome. <laughs> They're like, no, dude. Listen, they're a good band. Music's catchy. Lead singer's a fucking angel. That's what it is. I don't know good people like that, really. I know half-ass decent people. But, like, I don't know good people. He's rich. He's good-looking. Like, surely he would be a cunt in some way. Maybe he stomps puppies. I don't know. But, like, from my appearance... From everything that I have seen and from the few (laughs) times that I have met him... Angel. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Man can do no wrong. Almost like Mick Foley. I'm going to tell my wife that. I might have sex tonight, <laughs> and she can imagine me being a fat Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, i got to wrap it up. Uh, guys, it's been a fucking pleasure getting to meet you. I would like you to give like plugs if you have any uh, your socials and stuff like that. I'd like other people to go check out some of your show because uh, I know at first if you just throw it on, it might be a, a little bit. But I think getting to speak with you, I understand more. I'm going to have to check out more episodes because now I get it. <laughs> well, as we do on our show, Miss housekeeping yes sir ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out the po boys podcast 69 whiskey edition where you can check out our show uh we're on a whole fuck ton of platforms including but not limited to our bus sprout hosting site apple spotify google amazon pandora tune in and so much more if you if you have it odds are we're on it as far as social media goes, you can follow us on Twitter at 69WhiskeyPod, P-O-D, Instagram, 69WhiskeyPodcast, Facebook, R-U-69Whiskey, and for epic gaming content from the one and only Eric Weinstein, you can follow us on Twitch at 69Whiskey, and we're going to be starting up, uh, we have a YouTube channel, we're going to start putting content up there relatively soon, that is also 69 whiskey not hard to find that's good branding kids listen uh it's been a pleasure to get to meet you both so i would like it's to been say a pleasure it really you. is thanks for coming and playing in my house and uh, i'm sure we'll cross paths again and uh, i'm gonna try to hook you up with some people i think there's some some cool folks that you guys might if nothing else maybe do a podcast with just to meet some new folks all, all I say to end it off on my end is that I hope that this is a start of a very beautiful friendship between all three of us. Aww. I have greatly enjoyed my time here today. I've enjoyed speaking with you since you and I have been the one pretty much setting this up. Yeah. And uh, you, you just seem like a really good guy. And you know, we, we know quite a few good people. It's just nice to run into you know more good people in this, in this world that, that, that we're now just starting to really cut our teeth in. Yeah, man. For sure. And I'd just like to say thank you for for having us on here and uh, showing us some love the way you do. It turned out, listen, it turned out better than I expected. Because <laughs> when I started this evening, like I said, I put it all out on Front Street. I go, Matt's a little stiff, and this other guy's fucking gross, I think. Let's see how this goes. 
You're beautiful people. I fucking, you're just as twisted as I am. And I love it. And I'm glad that we crossed paths. And I'm sure that we'll get into more all kinds of shenanigans in the near future, sirs. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry that it took so long. Um, you know, I got a little sidetracked. But you know what? You get it when you get it. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, tell a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your friend's mom about the program. Like, share, rate, review. All that good stuff. You can find me on Twitter at PoBoyPod. You know the deal. Go to www.biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You get 10% off. Fine product to clean your booty hole like a champion, as they like to say. They being Randall Fowler and me, I guess. <laughs> he started it. He's the, the marketing genius. I'm following the lead. Listen, you can go there. It's the summertime creeping up on you. You're going to be walking around with that swamp ass. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody should have to. Go to the fucking website, use the promo code, and clean your booty. Don't be a fucking animal. And that's it. Hey, I love you guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Oh, I was in the whips and things. She was in the pain. And I would beat her black and blue when she called me names. Chained her to the basement wall where she went insane. And I was in the whips and things. She was in the pain. Oh, finger fucking Sally. Worked at Kelly's bar. She showed me her titties. Ronnie Murphy's car. She was the first lady to let me go that far. Finger fucking Sally down at Kelly's bar. And Pussy and Pamela went to Elliot High. Caught her in the bathroom. I thought she would die. Eating Susan's pussy. Licked that sucker dry. Pussy eating Pamela. Went to Elliot High. Oh, suck em, silly Shirley. Came out after dark. She would give us head jobs in Centennial Park. All the girls would snub her. Said she was a narc. Suck em, silly Shirley. From Centennial Park. Yes, good old buddy Mary's on the rag again. Pussy eating Pamela's got blood on her chin. Suck em, silly Shirley. Got caught after dark, finger fucking Sally in Centennial Park. Now pussy eating Pamela in the county jail. Suck em, silly Shirley, left town on a rail. They sent Buddy Mary to defend for life. And finger fucking Sally, she became my wife. And I was in the whips and things, she was in the pain. And I would beat her black and blue when she called me names. Chained her to the basement wall where she went insane. And I was in the whips and things, she was in the pain. Oh, finger fucking Sally worked at Kelly's bar. She showed me her titties and Ronnie Murphy's car. She was the first lady to let me go that far. Finger fucking Sally down at Kelly's bar. Pussy eating Pamela went to Elliot High. Caught her in the bathroom. I thought she would die. Eating Susan's pussy, licked that sucker dry. Pussy eating Pamela went to Elliot High. Oh, suck em, silly Shirley. Came out after dark. She would give us head jobs in Centennial Park. All the girls would snub her. Said she was a narc. Suck em, silly Shirley, from Centennial Park. Yes, good old Bloody Mary's 
on the rag again. Pussy and Pamela got blood on her chin. Suckin' silly Shirley got caught after dark. Finger fucking Sally in Centennial Park. Now Pussy and Pamela in the county jail. Suckin' silly Shirley left town on the rail. They sent Bloody Mary to the pen for life. Finger fucking Sally, she became my wife. Oh, I was in the whips and things, and she was in the pain. And I would beat her black and blue when she called me names. Chained her to the basement wall where she went insane. I was in the whips and things. It involves a BDSM sex dungeon. Excellent. <laughs> I'm glad that story you let me, still traumatizes yeah. me to this day. I'm glad that you let me start recording before you rattled that out, though. Thank you. Oh, oh, <laughs> I will. I will definitely. Uh, I will save that. Don't let me. For, don't let me forget about Machete Sword Fight Fuck Palace. Okay, I want to make a uh-huh. note here, just so. Put on mute my phone. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off either. That's just a really okay. interesting thing. I've listened to a couple episodes today, and that's uh, I listened to one yesterday and one today, and I've kind of got a feel for both of you. And that's I think it'll be a lot of fun. I was a little worried, like the first ten or fifteen minutes. I was like, oh <laughs> shit! Like I don't know what I got myself into. Worried could, in what way? I'd like to know. Um, I didn't realize that you guys were still like. This is going to sound really bad. I've been doing this for a few years, and I love interacting with strangers. It's like one of my favorite things. Sometimes I make friends with people that are in like the baby steps of their podcasts. And it's like, I, I'm friendly with everybody, but like, mm-hmm. they'll be like, you should listen to my show and check this out. And it'll be terrible. And I'll be like, oh, it was so good. Like, I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. I'm just like, cool, dude. <laughs> you know, uh, with you guys, you had good production. Like, and you're still, the, the, the episode numbers are relatively low considering like how long you've been doing it, but I understand like there's some other shit that's behind that too. So like I got that through listening to the shows today. So that helps. <laughs> yeah. And of course yeah. any, any feedback you can give us because you've been doing this longer is very appreciative because and like I, I, and when it comes to this stuff and I'm really glad I'm part of that uh, group and that will that our account is part of that group. I mostly run everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when we, uh, I, I, I soak a lot of this shit in that you, some of you guys talk about like a sponge. Yeah. It, so I, I try and implement it as best I can give with what I got. I, but, uh, I will tell you this, seeing your face now makes it a lot more di- like different because like, dude, your voice, you are stiff as a fucking board, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been telling him that. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, years. God again. damn. This is <laughs> like again. fucking Ben Stein over here is just like, oh, that's yeah. really awesome. And you could be talking about something cool. And I'm just like, he doesn't even sound happy about this right now. But then I realized, <laughs> I, here's the thing. Just I the way am you talk. happy. Just, I know it doesn't come through in my voice. The inflection sometimes isn't there. And you know, I, I, you're not the first person to tell me that. Yeah, I remember, you, I remember one episode very beginning in when, in when we started doing the show, you told me that I'm like, Oh God, not this shit again. You've got a very, yeah. like a surgeon voice. Like even when it's good or bad news, it's just kind of the same voice. It's like, well, we had to take out his kidney, but he's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, I think like, I honestly Apple. want him yeah. to be like, I want him to end up on like C- CNNBC reading like the most awful things happening sure. in the news. I, I want him that. to be that guy, 
because every time that he announces something, it might be like the worst possible thing, <laughs> but everybody's going to be completely calm about it. For sure. I want you to read fucking rap lyrics. I think that would be the best. Like you Ben Shapiro. Pull, you want me to pull up Fuck the Police right now? I'll yeah. do it. Come in. <laughs> Got it bad because I'm brown. <laughs> I love it. No, well, I, if you, it's a shame you didn't listen to this last episode because when I was reading off that uh, that official statement, remember, and I was listening to it back because I was I was going to promote that uh, I was going to use that as a soundbite for promotion and stuff. Yeah. yeah, the way I said it, the way I said the last like few lines were just like, oh god, now I see, and now I'm realizing it. Now I see what they're talking about. It's fine. Like <laughs> I said, I'm just kind of fucking with you. Like at no, the no, same I time, completely understand. I kind of I, expected I, you to be a little bit more of a dildo, like just kind of a big dumpy looking fuck, and like you actually <laughs> seem like a pretty cool guy, like just a regular fucking guy. So I'm like, okay, this is the way he well, talks. <laughs> that's that's a great that's a great compliment for me. I mean, sure. this is kind of how I how I live my life. I'm just a normal guy living life and doing things that I'm passionate about. Yeah, we'll get you there, though. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, of course. It's gonna, just going to so, take a little practice. Lube up the fucking tubes. So, as I was saying before we started recording, uh, I do I do want to bring up the uh, follow-up to your machete uh, your machete story for, from yeah. your last episode. I, I'm uh, sure we will find a way to get around to that. Yeah. like Because uh, I got some questions for you, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. He's the psychopath. I don't I know what no, way it's pointing yeah. up on your screen. I, He's yeah. the psychopath. I noticed. <laughs> I am an open book as far as anything that you would like to ask. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm kind of all over the place and I've traveled around the world. Uh, mostly seeing the awful places sure. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, I've been to Oklahoma. I've been to Washington State. I've been to Canada. I've been to uh, Alaska. Sorry, uh, I've spent a few hours in Alaska. I've been to uh, Afghanistan for nine months. That was a, a hoot experience <laughs> and a half. Just a hoot. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Within the first month of being in Afghanistan, I had a female that I was with that went to military jail for oh. committing a severe war crime. This bitch got court-martialed. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason being, I was working in a uh, detention center where we would, like, process all of the people that we rolled up while we were in Afghanistan. Sure. And basically this female was supposed to be doing, uh, was supposed to be checking on each of the detainees uh, every, like, I want to say 15 or so minutes, whatever the nomenclature of shifts yeah, making, moving through. Making and, a round, like, if you will. wellness checks. Sure. Uh, but the NCO turns to turns to me and asks me where this female is and i haven't seen her for like half an hour or so fuck if i know right and he goes to he goes to like one of the one of the cell blocks and sees her with her pants around sure. her ankles already going there mm -hmm. <laughs> bent over uh, with her with her rear end pressed up against one of the one of the cells, 
and the detainee going to town on her. Sure. Just like a dog out in your yard. Sometimes they get locked up between the fence. I don't know if you've ever seen that happen, but I've definitely <laughs> seen it. I might have watched it happen a couple of times, you know, just fucking get all but, stuck. But, yeah, apparently she was going down the aisles and just periodically picking detainees to just let run a train sure. on her. Doing the Lord's work is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. Yep, but <laughs> she she ended up in military jail for it. How, how I mean, long? How long is she? Is she still in there? I'm assuming she's still I have in no there. No idea, man. Yeah, I feel like it's I, a war crime, but she should get a purple heart too. Like, just, <laughs> you know, like you got to take the good with the bad on that one, dude. Take <laughs> like enemy to, fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> Laying down some cover, shit. All right. So I don't want to fuck around too much here because we'll waste all the good juice. And I'm going to keep that clip, too. Uh, that might be the opener. So <laughs> I'm going to get this together. I'm going to do a playback test for music real quick. Hold, please. All right.